Okay, so uh, we already talked about points, and we already talked about uh, why it's important to bring your Bibles. Um, sometime over this next week, I want you guys to read Galatians. Everybody say Galatians. 5, 13 through 25. Okay, if you have your Bible and you got a pen, you can, you can find it in there, write it, write it down somewhere. Galatians 5, 13 through 25. You're going to want to read that, okay? Uh, we were talking about the fruits of the Spirit and, and um, uh, the, uh, the bonus points and all of those things. Galatians 5, 13 through 25, okay? It's in the New Testament. Um, that talks about uh, the fruits of the flesh and the fruits of the Spirit, the things that uh, come out of our lives when we are um, uh, basically living for ourselves in, in uh, disobedience to God, and then the things that come out of our lives when we are living in surrender to God. And the Spirit, the Holy Spirit is inside of us, um, produces these fruit, uh, fruits of love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control, okay? Galatians 5. 13 through 25. All right. Um, and so, uh, so, so we talked about the points. There's a lot of different ways to score the points. Um, and, and how, did you guys have fun with the competition tonight? How many of you really would love to sp- like spear an actual kangaroo? Would that be awesome? Yeah. I kind of want to, too. Um, but we have a rule in my family. If you kill it, you have to eat it. So... Does that change your mind at all, anybody? Nope. Okay. Um, I don't know what kangaroo tastes like. I'd be willing to find out, though. Um, so, but listen, listen. If you, if you come over the next eight weeks and all you do is focus on the points, then you're going to miss the point, okay? You're going to miss the point of this whole thing. And, and this is not um, uh, this amazing race. It's, it's, just, it's, it's just a game, Okay. It's a game, it's a theme for something that's much, much grander, much greater, much better for us uh, to put our energy into than to simply win a competition each week and, and, and bring friends and, and Bibles and things like that, okay? Those are important things, those are fun things to do, but if we don't understand why we're doing this, then these next eight weeks, uh, we're going to miss out on something, all right? And so I want to show you guys a video um, real quick. And then we'll talk more about it. I used to be a WWF World Wrestling Federation fighter, but I am not anymore because Jesus got a hold of my life. Let me just show you a picture of what I used to look like when I used to wrestle. Here it is right here. Right there. But that is not me anymore, young people. Things have changed and I'm a different person and I'm here to talk to you about running the race, what it looks like for your story. I have a junior high student that's been backstage eating donuts and drinking coffee. Let's bring him out. Hi. Hi. What's your name? My name's Stevie Stevenson. Stevie Stevenson, welcome. Yeah, what's up, what's up? Stevie Stevenson. Yeah. I brought you up here so you can kind of help me do what it means to walk the walk and talk the talk, all right? I'm on the stage with Demon Dan. No, 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 no. My name is not Demon Dan anymore. My name is just Dan Urbonski. I'm on the stage with Demon Dan, the bone-crushing man. It's just Dan Urbonski. Demon Dan. It's just Dan. Demon Dan. Okay. Okay. Woo. That's March. You know what this is right here, Stevie? It's a Bible. No, it's called the sword. Looks like a Bible. It's a sword. Might look it's like a Bible. Sword. I think it's a Bible. It's a sword. It's a sword! Yes, Stevie. It hurts like a sword. 
I always wondered why they called us that. Well, Stevie. And now I know. You're gonna help me walk the talk and talk the talk. Yeah. When your friends look at you, do they say you walk the walk and talk the talk? Oh, I don't know. I, I hope so. I try. You know, I want to have a quiet time. Too slow! Oh, gosh! I'm trying! Oh, gosh! Oh, well! Ooh. Stevie, it says here, therefore, in yes. Hebrews 12, yes. therefore, since we are surrounded by such a huge crowd of witnesses, yes. Out here is a cloud of witnesses. Yes, it They're is. They're watching you. Yes. They're watching your life. Yes. They're seeing your story. Aha. They're seeing how you testify. Yeah. What do you think they're thinking about you, Stevie? Well, I hope they think that I'm cute, you know. Wrong ah. Oh, my stars. I think you pierced my spleen. <laughs> get up, buddy. Get up. I need you to walk the walk no, and talk the talk understand. when it comes to scripture. I can't. Come on, get up. No, you're no. on the ropes. I need you to get up, buddy. I, can't. I need you to get up. No, get up. Get no. up. Get up. Oh. oh my gosh. You just hit me with a Bible. Oh. Oh. I need help. Somebody. I need a sponsor from my church <laughs> to get me off of this stage with this demon. <laughs> He's hitting me with the Bible. Stevie, Stevie. Come on, Stevie, stop it. Listen to me. Listen to me, buddy. Stevie. Don't get near me! <laughs> I don't like the Bible! Stevie, Stevie. The word of God hurts! It's like a double-edged sword! That's right. It says right here. It says right here that we must run the race that God has said before us, Stevie. I can't run. I can't. Stevie. Stevie. You hit me in the cranium. Stevie. What? I, I need you to get up. I can't. What are you, what are you doing? When you hit me in my head, it's messing with my legs. I need you to get up, buddy. I need I you to get up and run the race. Come on, this is the time I'm we testify. Dying. Come on. I get up and run the race. Okay. Okay. You see, young people, when we start running, run faster. Okay. You see, when we start running the race, he's You see, when we start running the race... Well, there goes the other one! When we... When we start running the race... <laughs> the greatest compliment... <laughs> Run! <laughs> when we start running the race... The greatest compliment... Can I power walk? <laughs> Don't run! Okay. The greatest compliment will not be what, what man says, but what God says when you die, when he says, What faster! When he says, Well done, good, and well done, good, and faithful servant! Jesus, take the wheel. <laughs> What's the matter? What's the matter, buddy? Oh, no. You hit me again. I soiled myself. I'm so ashamed. <laughs> <laughs>
Somebody is abusing me. Please, for the love of all that's holy, take the Bible and just give him a New Testament. I think he's got something with notes in it. There may be an apocrypha in there. It says, it says right here, Stevie, what? Stevie, it says right here, what? What? as we walk the walk and talk the talk, yeah. you've been running the race, right? Yeah, I'm trying, I'm trying. You keep hitting me, though. Oh, God. Oh, God. Stevie. What? It says this. We must... We must strip off everything that holds us up. I'm out of here! <laughs> All right. Woo. Um. Okay. Hebrews 12, 1. This is the verse that they were sharing, talking about in the video between all the, of the beating down with the Bible. It says, Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles, and let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us. Um, what, so what's the race marked out for us? Okay, It's this race of faith. And this is this, this theme, Amazing Race, is, is, to, is designed to help us understand that there's a, there, there's a race that we're running, and it's this race of faith. It's this race that we are all in uh, to, to finish um, at Jesus' feet, honestly, okay? Um, we're calling this the outreach, the Amazing Race Hype Edition. Do you guys uh, remember what the, the letters in hype stand for? Anybody? Anybody know? Yeah, Jaden. Honoring you Christ every day. The P is that PX, that's a symbol for Christ, okay? Honoring you Christ every day. So um, that, that means that it's, it's living in faithful obedience to God day after day after day after day after day, okay? Uh, and that is this, this race. Turn in your Bibles with me to 1 Timothy 6. 1 Timothy 6, okay? Uh, it's, it's a few books back um, before Hebrews there. 1 Timothy chapter 6 and uh, verses 11 through 16. If you're not there, that's okay. You can keep going. Um, I'm going to read it. But you, man of God, flee from all of this. And he's, he's referring to what he's talking about in, chap, in uh, uh, verses 3 through 9 up there, 3 through 10. F- flee from all this. That's love of money, harmful desires, controversies, quarrels, malicious talk, evil suspicions, things like that. Flee from all this, he says, and pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, Love, endurance, and gentleness. I hear some fruits of the Spirit in there. Fight the good fight of faith, Paul says. Take hold of the eternal life to which you were called when you made your good confession in the presence of many witnesses, in the sight of God who gives life to everything, and and of Christ Jesus who, while testifying before Pontius Pilate, made the good confession. I charge you to keep this command of fighting the good fight of faith without spot or blame until the appearing of our Lord Jesus Christ which God will bring about in his own time. God, the blessed and only ruler, the King of kings and Lord of lords, who alone is immortal and who lives in unapproachable light, whom no one has seen or can see, to him be honor and might forever. Amen. Um, The Apostle Paul, 
refers to the race of faith in this passage as the good fight of faith, okay? See, daily we battle between uh, the spirit and the flesh. We we battle between living in obedience to God, and we battle uh, between living in obedience to ourselves. I'm my own king. I'm my own queen. I'm, I'm uh, I know what's best for me. That's known as the flesh. That's why uh, I want you to read Galatians chapter 5, verses 13 through 25. It describes the fruit uh, in our lives that, pro- that gets produced as a result of being obedient to the Spirit versus being obedient to the flesh. Um, I want you to have a better understanding then when you read this of where you are because you'll see uh, some of those things described, you'll see those in your own life. And, and I would challenge you to go home and ask your folks, hey, what do you see in, in me in this passage here? Uh, and, 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 and share that with your folks, too. This is what I see in you, okay? Um, God's Word gives us a path then to run on. Psalm 119, 32 says, I run in the path of your commands, for you have broadened my understanding. Uh, a, a racetrack. How many of you are, are in track? Okay, how many of you do relays and things like that? Okay, you have to stay in a certain lane, right, for the relays? Um, it, it's the same way that the, God's Word, His commands, the Bible, uh, tell us which lane to stay in as we run, okay? If we're going to keep this analogy, uh, it, it tells us uh, what lanes to stay out of it. It tells us which lane to stay in, running in the path of His commands, Psalm 119 talks about. They help us understand um, how to, as Paul says, fight the good fight of faith. Okay, so how should we fight then? Uh, or, or to get back to this uh, race analogy that Paul uses, how should we run? How should we run this race of faith? We need to look at what Paul says in 1 Corinthians chapter 9. If you still have your Bibles open, you can flip back a little further. Okay? Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, Acts, Romans, 1 Corinthians. 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verses 24 through 27. I'm going to read this, okay? Verse 24, do you not know that in a race all the runners run, but only one gets the prize? Run in such a way as to get the prize. Does that sound familiar to anybody? Why does it sound familiar? Shout it out. It's on the back of your shirt, right? I just read it in the NIV. The back of your shirt is the NASB version of it, okay, Uh, that says, do you not know that those who run in a race all run? but only one receives the prize. Run in such a way that you may win. So how do we run? How do we run? Tito. What's that? Fast Fast so you can win. That's interesting. That's interesting. We'll, we'll, We'll talk about that in a second, okay? Verse 25. Everyone who competes in the games goes into strict training. They do it to get a crown that will not last. But we do it to get a crown that will last forever. Verse 26, therefore, I do not run like a man running aimlessly. I do not fight like a man beating the air, uh, referencing the fighting, the good fight again. No, I beat my body and make it a slave so that after I preach, have preached to others, I myself will not be disqualified for the race. Excuse me. We run to win, but listen, uh, running to win, we're running to win something that's much, much different than the prize that you would win in an earthly race. In an earthly race, yes, the goal is to run faster than everybody else and finish first, right? Um, back in those times when athletes competed, they would get this crown, a, 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 a wreath crown made out of olive branches. And I think like the, the Olympic statues, you know what I'm talking about? They have those, those wreath crowns on their head. That's a symbol of victory. That's a symbol of honor, 
uh, that they would be given. But, but those crowns, uh, because they're made out of olive branches, would eventually dry up and, and just kind of uh, waste away, and then they would have nothing left. Um, we are, are racing for something that doesn't waste away. We're racing for something that, that lasts forever, Paul says, um, that, that never withers, that never dies, okay? We run to get a crown that lasts forever, and, and this is a, a so much greater prize to receive than any, any earthly crown or ribbon or trophy or whatever it is that we can get uh, here. And so in light of that, then, Paul says this in verses 26, 27. I already read them. Therefore, I do not run like a man running aimlessly. I do not fight like a man beating the air. No, I beat my body and I make it my slave so that after I have preached to others, I myself will not be disqualified for the prize. You see, the goal of the race isn't to finish first. It's to finish, period. In this race that we call faith, the goal of the race isn't to finish ahead of everyone else and to be the first one to cross. The goal is to just simply endure and finish the race and to bring as many people with you as you can. Okay? 1 Thessalonians 2, 19 and 20, you don't have to turn there. For what is our hope, Paul says, our joy or the crown in which we will glory in the presence of our Lord Jesus when he comes? Is it not you? Indeed, you are our glory and joy. In Acts 20, 24, Paul says, however, I consider my life worth nothing to me if only I may finish the race and complete the task that the Lord Jesus has given me and the task of testifying to the gospel of his grace, of God's grace. See, we have a job to do as we run. We're not just simply running from here to there. We have a job to do as we run, and that uh, uh, is to tell others the good news about Jesus. And our prize, it's not just the privilege of, of, of helping others uh, know and follow Jesus and, and, and bringing them along, inviting them along in this race, telling them the good news. Our prize is Jesus himself, okay? To know him fully and to live with him forever. That's what's at the finish line for us. If we, if we continue in the faith, then, then when we uh, die or when Christ comes back, um, then we get to go be with him forever. And so Jesus is our prize, but not only that, we get these crowns uh, of, of um, Paul was talking there in, in 1 Thessalonians. Yeah, 1 Thessalonians, uh, of, of people that we have uh, been privileged to invite along the way to come join us to tell about Jesus, who received that and begin walking in faith. Not for our glory, but for God's glory. Okay, turn to Philippians 3. Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, Acts, Romans, Corinthians, Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians. Philippians chapter 3, 7 through 15. Paul says, But whatever was to my profit, I now consider loss for the sake of Christ. What's more, I consider everything a loss compared to the surpassing greatness of knowledge uh, oh, excuse me, of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord, for whose sake I have lost all things. I consider them rubbish. I love that word. I love that that's in the Bible. It's a fun one to say. I consider them rubbish, that I may gain Christ and be found in him, not having righteousness of my own, but the one that comes uh, from the law, or not having a righteousness of my own that comes from the law, but that which is through faith in Christ, the righteousness that comes from God and is by faith. I want to know Christ and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of sharing in his sufferings, becoming like him in his death, dying to our own selves, 
and so somehow to attain the resurrection from the dead. Verse 12, not that I've already obtained all this or have already been made perfect or uh, you could substitute complete or mature in here for that word perfect, but I press on to take hold of that for which Christ Jesus took hold of me. Brothers, I do not consider myself to have taken hold of it, but one thing I do, forgetting what is behind, straining toward what is ahead, I press on toward the goal to win the what? The prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. And then verse 15, the first part there, he says, all of us who are mature should take such a view of things. The goal is to know uh, Christ fully and completely, and, and it takes every ounce of Paul's energy, his time, his resources. It consumes him, this, this knowing Christ fully and completely. In verse 15, he says that all of us who are mature should take such a view of things. All of us who are running this race of faith, who have put our trust and our hope in Christ and, and are on this journey following him, um, that we should be consumed with running toward the prize of knowing Christ fully and, and spending eternity with him and helping as many others know him fully. And anything that hinders us then, we should throw off, we should throw aside, like it says in Hebrews 12, 1. So when you're running, especially in a long, a long distance, um, you lock your eyes on the goal, especially if you can see it ahead, okay? If you're running cross country and stuff, you might not be able to see it. But don't you fix your eyes on something ahead of you, right? When you're running, especially in an endurance race, because what happens if you start to turn and you look behind you at who's coming up or, or you start to, to look at what's, what's on the sides? Right, Titus? You slow down, right? You slow down. Uh, you might even veer off course, hit a tree or something. I don't know. Has anybody ever done that? <laughs> Thanks for admitting that. Um, so you fix your eyes. You fix your eyes on what's ahead of you, right? Uh, and... and um, you don't take anything off your goal. You don't, you don't let anything take your eyes off the goal. You keep your eyes on the prize, right? You guys have all heard that, right? So Hebrews 12, uh, 1, we read that already. We'll go to verses 2 and 3. It says, let us fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith, for who, the, uh, who for the joy set before him endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Consider him who endured such opposition from sinful men so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. You see, this is an endurance race. This is uh, the, this faith that we live. It's an endurance race. It's not a sprint. It's not necessarily about running fast to get there. It's about getting there, okay? And it's not this, this um, uh, always this, I don't want to confuse you and, and make you think that, it, that it's uh, drudgery all the time, that, it's, that it's, this endurance is, is, oh, man, I just, have to, I just have to keep going. I just have to keep going. John 10.10 10 says that uh, Jesus came that we would have life uh, and have it abundantly, okay? We can have joy as we follow Christ. We can, we can live in, uh, in peace, the fruits of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. We can have those things. And, and, and love the life that we're living. But listen, if you follow Christ, there will be uh, things that uh, will try and steal your energy. There will be things that will try and wear you down. There will be things that will try and distract you and keep you off course from reaching the goal. Okay? We're promised that by Jesus himself. And so it's not a sprint. It's an endurance race. It has hurdles even. 
And, and, but, but the good news is that Jesus endured the cross so that you and I can endure the race. Okay, and, I, and like I said, it's not just that we're just dragging along, but that we can run uh, full speed and continue to run and continue to run. We fix our eyes on him. Okay? He rose three days later to show us that there's no hurdle in our lives that could ever match his strength and his uh, power. If we run faithfully and we hit those hurdles head on in Jesus, in the Spirit, with the Spirit's help, the power of the Holy Spirit, then he'll keep us from growing weary and losing heart, like it says. And he'll give us the strength to keep running. Listen, uh, fix your eyes on Jesus, the author and the perfecter of your faith. Faith comes from him. He draws us to himself. It's by grace that we're saved. And then as we surrender more and more of ourselves to him, he continues to work in us through the Holy Spirit to make us more and more like him. That's the goal, is that when we get to the finish line that we look like Jesus. And as we go, we, we invite others along in that race. We pull people in. Let's run together this race that's set before us. And we tell people the good news of Jesus Christ. Um, shortly before he was going to be executed for his faith, Paul wrote a final letter to Timothy. This is um, 2 Timothy, okay? And this is what he said to, to Timothy here. 2 Timothy chapter 4, verses 7 and 8. He says, I have fought the good fight. Recognize that? I've finished the race. I have, what? Does anybody have it? Kept the faith. I've fought the good fight. I've finished the race. I have kept the faith. Now there is in store for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will award me on that day. And not only me, but also to all who have longed for his appearing. You see, uh, Paul, in life or death, was going to serve Jesus. And, and um, he died because of his faith in Christ. He was beheaded. This, this amazing race that we're on is not just simply one of competitions and games and team play and all that, all that stuff. That's all fun and that's good, but it's just an excuse for us to continue to spur one another on those of you in here who are followers of Christ and believe in him, to spur each other on in this race, to cheer one another on in this race of faith, uh, and um, to, to chase after this prize that's so much bigger and so much better than anything that your team could win here. It's about running toward Jesus together and sharing the gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ, with everyone along the way. See, that goal should take every last bit of our time and our energy and our resources. And, and it should consume us to grow uh, closer to Jesus and to share him with others. The greatest commandment is to love your Lord, your God, with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, with all your strength. And the, and the second greatest commandment that we're given is to what? Anybody know? You got it? Love your neighbor as yourself. To love God with your whole self, all your heart, all your soul, all your mind, all your strength. That's, that's everything that you have and are, okay? To love God with all your whole self is to surrender your whole self to him, to live in obedience to his will, and then to love your neighbor as yourself is to help them join this race of faith and, and, and to run with them and to help them uh, continue to, to, to love the Lord their God with all their heart, soul, mind, and strength. 
so that you cross the finish line, so that you finish, so that uh, the crown uh, of righteousness awaits you. When you cross that line in death or when Jesus returns, he's coming, he's coming back. And he's going to take with him those that are in the middle of this race chasing after him, running, 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 okay? So don't, don't lose uh, sight of the prize. Don't grow weary in the race. Keep running and invite others to run with you. That's why we're here. That's why we do this outreach. That's why we did Mission Impossible last year and, and all the ones that we've done years past. The event is the excuse for the relationship. It's about uh, growing deeper with God and growing deeper with one another and, and helping others see the good news and hear the good news of Jesus Christ. Amen? Yeah. Right? Okay. Um, we're going we're gonna to finish up uh, in, in a few minutes. Dalton, you want to come up? Dalton. Everybody say, hey, Dalton. Dalton. This is Dalton Brady. He came up to me um, a, a few weeks ago. That's for you. Um, and, uh, and, and just asked, hey, is there some time that I could share a little bit about what God has done in my life? Um, and I love, I love what he's going to share. He's going to share a, a short little story about um, how God literally saved him from um, something. I don't want to tell your story, so I'll let you do that. But then also what Jesus means to him. And listen, and then after that, um, we don't have a whole lot of time left, but leaders, I want you to gather your teams together. And instead of strategizing about team play and points and things like that, I simply want you to just pray together for these next nine weeks and for the lives that are going to be sitting in these seats, um, that God would grab hold of them, that they would surrender, that even some of you might need to do that. And you can start that tonight, okay? Everybody say, hey, Dalton. The thing I'm, I'm going to talk about is how he saved my life by not letting a metal hook pierce my skull. The way how it started is the usual way of starting your day, walking in, getting breakfast, but I, when I turned around, I hit one corner of a wall, then I hit the second wall that had the metal hook. It left a big dent, but the Lord saved my life that day by not allowing it to pierce. Also, the Lord is our Savior because he's the only one that would ever sacrifice his own son. Does it say anywhere in the history books how any other king saved everyone by just sacrificing his own son? Anywhere? That's because the Lord cares about everyone in the world, not just a single civilization, just everyone. Amen. Hello. It's a simple message, you guys. God loves us. We're sinners. Uh, we need him. And Dalton, thanks for sharing. I know that that was not comfortable for you. <laughs> but I love it because, because, listen, in our faith, in our walk with Christ, 
we need to be willing to get uncomfortable so that others hear the, the message of the gospel. Amen? What Dalton just did in, in, in sharing even that little simple truth uh, is what I want us as, as um, hype students, as uh, high schoolers and junior hires to go into your schools and not be afraid to share the good news of Jesus and invite people to run the race with you, okay? There's so much more to this than just simply wearing a t-shirt, bringing your Bible, bringing a friend, and sitting and watching funny videos and playing competitions. We are out for the eternal uh, prize, and that's Jesus Christ and, and, and the privilege of bringing others along in our journey toward him. Okay? All right. Leaders, um, just pull your teams together, and I just want you guys to pray for a few minutes, and then you guys can just dismiss. Okay?